This is crime scene investigator Chris G leading you under the police tape and into a crime scene. Join me as we discuss the ever-changing world of forensic science. Put on your PPE, ready your fingerprint brushes and experience the drama of a crime scene. Hello everyone and uh, welcome to my next podcast, uh, The Crime Scene Investigator. Uh, other crime scene investigators are out there and I've got another one on the phone with me. Hello Hayley. Again. <laughs> Hello again, I had her back. <laughs> so this week I thought I'd talk about um, the top five uh, types of forensic evidence. We were going to list our top five from number five and then we'll work our way through to our favourite in the list. Uh, and this could be like, this is just our personal preference, this is what kind of evidence we'd like to have if we were going to court or something like that. And I've thought about this topic and prepared it for all of five minutes. So let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's hope it goes well. <laughs> who, who knows, it might even be like my most popular one. And it would just show that no matter how much effort I put in, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Hayley, you've thought about your list for how long? A minute. Yeah, <laughs> just came up with it straight away. It was really difficult because I nearly forgot one that's actually quite important. I was like, this is awkward. <laughs> oh, goodness, maybe I'll, I'll probably do the same. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a, the forensic top of the pops for all the youngest, as you have no idea what that is. That was like epic Friday night oh, TV. Yeah, yeah, it was like top of the pops, generation game, big break. Did you watch big break? Yes, I love that. I'm not a snooker. <laughs> oh, it was the. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think the only reason I was into s snooker was because of like John Virgo's trick shots, and then yeah. you could get like the the waistcoat and whatnot uh, if you won it. Oh, yeah. And there's a yeah. family holiday, there's a pool table, and you'd be like, yeah, I can 100 do that. And... <laughs> no, could never, <laughs> could never get the balls to curl the way John Virgo did. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No. Not at all. Okay. Oh god, okay. vid drastically from forensics <laughs> oh we have yeah to like generation game cuddly toy yeah vhs player oh my goodness <laughs> you've won a cassette player <laughs> oh dear a car with four wheels <laughs> you're free <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh dear and it's happened again, hasn't it? We've just veered right up. <laughs> oh, this happens in real life, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <absolutely. laughs> we'll be at a job, someone will ask us a question, and yeah, we'll probably be yeah talking about like what we used to watch on TV, like gladiators. <laughs> yeah. What happened to Friday night and Saturday night of TV? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Shit, do we now? Because we're usually working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two out of three weekends we're at work, so we can't watch yeah. it. <laughs> oh, it's not the same as what it used to be. Definitely not um, showing our age now. Should we do this list? I'm yeah, intrigued now. Yeah, right. Let's crack on with this list. Who wants to go first? Shall... I'll go first. Yeah. Yeah. Go on then. Fibers. 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 Fiber or fibers? Depends how much you find on your tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's ranked ranked at your number five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what's what's great about fibres? It's wonderful if you've got something to compare it to. <laughs> yeah. Usually, usually quite helpful. But in the one minute, that's the one thing I could think of. I was like, well, I wouldn't be 
too fast if I found it, but then I would be quite fast if it was quite a serious crime. Yeah. I guess it depends on like the level of crime. Yeah. And I guess it sort of depends on the fibres as well. Like if you've got quite a generic kind of fibre that you find like in most cases that's quite widely manufactured or if you've got like um, a multicoloured blanket that has got like various different coloured fibres, I guess the more colours you have, the more kind of unique that that kind of fibre arrangement that you find might be. But you were right, there's no database with like everyone's fibres of <laughs> whatever garment they, they have. So fibres are great if you've got something to compare it to. I just thought that I probably should have put in instead of fibre. <laughs> like, oh, do you, yeah. you want to put in like a 5.5 or something? Glass? Glass? Oh, isn't it? Yeah, see, um, glass didn't make my list, but yeah, because I, I thought like... Yeah, gla glass is great if you can find it on someone and then you've got a control sample from the scene to sort of match it to, match the composition up and, and stuff. But not all crimes have smashed glass, do they? So, yeah, whereas I think most crimes, uh, people wear clothes, maybe? Most? Not not all, but yeah. Anything else? Yeah. So um, yeah, I thought there was probably a chance of fibres more than, than yeah, um, glass. I guess. Yeah. What mm. was your five? My five was instrument marks, not you know like marks oh. made by tubers and trombones, but like tools and and things. Interesting. Oh, have you got that on your list at all? Yeah, but mine's the, that's the next one down four. Oh, see, fibres <laughs> slash hair is my number four. Really <laughs> interesting yeah but yeah i think because they're the ones that you think they can be conclusive in a way but then they're also quite good for sort of i can't think of the word now like secondary so like if it's like oh what is that word oh, my oh i know what you mean almost like a backup type thing yeah sort of yeah. like yeah um like intelligence type linking so it can be like oh you know if you find like soil yeah it's not good it, it can sort of assist in a way oh, goodness. But... Well, there is a word for it though isn't it <laughs> there is a word <laughs> everyone's gonna be screaming <laughs> like come on <laughs> oh it's gone out of my head yeah well the great thing about this is that i could probably edit it so it makes it look like we know what we're talking about um I'm on my phone. <laughs> it's it's there. It's like at the top of my brain. <laughs> in front of my head. Yeah. So it is it is like evidence that together makes up a broader picture, but on mm. its own probably wouldn't be of much value. Oh, does it begin with C? I want to say it's like <sighs> circumstantial evidence. Yes. <laughs> Ten points. <laughs> circumstantial evidence yeah so it's what do we mean by circumstantial evidence like what we basically said like if it's just by itself like oh uh there is um say someone's woolen glove just in the middle of the road it's not yeah. really going to suggest that they have definitely burgled the house but then if you kind of find broken glass on their clothing it could be that 
Yeah, then it could be like, hang on a minute, the glass could have been... Like, their defence might be, oh, someone borrowed my my jumper, but then it's like, hang on a minute, we've got a a, a glove in the road. Yeah, Uh, and all this evidence, yeah, comes together. What did I say it was? Circumstantial. (laughs) I was like, don't forget it again. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I think those ones are, aren't they? It's just, it just sort of pads out an investigation. Mm. So you've just got, you know, because you're not always that lucky to get all the big ones in a scene. So if you've got lots of little bits that build up a picture... Yeah. Or of a chance of having something, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Avid collector of glass and fibres at scene, I am. (laughs) (laughs) I everything now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, glass glass is a good one, but it didn't make my top five. Um, Ah. Nor did yours. Um, So, yeah, so I put instrument marks as number five, which is your number four, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, so... uh, yeah, that's because I think I put it at number five because you don't always have crimes where tools have been used. But I guess if you have got a crime where a tool has been used, then I would probably pick an instrument mark over a fiver. Yeah. Um, and that's because you could almost get, like, potentially a conclusive kind of instrument mark left behind that due to the, the damage on your tool, it's left quite a unique sort of striation pattern or like the fun ones i get i had once when um i was looking around this window i went oh okay i know what kind of tool it was and the victim's like how because it's left half of it in your window (laughs) 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 they're probably looking at you thinking gosh she's so intelligent she knows exactly what it is it's only because half of it was still there (laughs) and they're like i didn't even see that yeah me oh, that's what i get paid to do yeah stuff. <laughs> it's like when people like i say to people oh that's definitely a nike trainer that i can see there how do you know it's a nike i can just read nike backwards just that good yeah that's interesting though actually at least we both kind of picked the same thing we just put it in different yeah. orders yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm a bit better about myself now. <laughs> at least we both said it. If anyone listens to this from work, they go, you two are absolutely ridiculous. Like, okay, well, at least yeah. we both said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good. What's your number three? Number. Th- should we say what our number three is at the same time? Okay. Ready? O- on three, yeah? One, yeah. two, three. Footwear. Foot- yeah! <laughs> So we've both gone for footwear? Yeah. Okay. So why did you go for footwear as number three? Because that is, out of all of, like, the like the top the top two, I will get, we'll probably say different order, I wonder. But um, that can be really conclusive mm. because of, like, how people walk. Uh, oh, I don't know how much to say now because I want to give too much of our secrets away. <laughs> Like wear patterns and things can be um, sort of can be conclusive to whatever you mm. find at scenes. Mm. Um, so that's almost as good as having. We well, won't go far as a fingerprint, but if you get the shoes quick enough, you've got something that can you know be strong evidence. Yeah. Because so. the way I sort of describe it to victims of crime when I'm taking like footwear marks and 
I don't think people understand like how good they can be is I'll draw like a little pattern normally on the back of my glove uh, which will be like the square pattern the common pattern that you get on a Nike shoe and so I'll try and draw the square pattern like as nicely as I can and then I'll just say like over time as you're walking down the street you're wearing down that footwear and like the the sides of the squares are just going to kind of wear down a bit and then the lines will I'll start to draw like jagged lines to them just where the the edges are sort of getting worn down and of course that's going to happen on the bottom surface as well and then if you scuff your shoes you might get um, what's called feathering where you almost get that kind of fingerprint appearance where it just kind of scuffs and all of that is going to be quite unique detail like if you tried to scuff your foot exactly the same way again you're not going to get the exact same pattern um, no. but like you've just touched upon the only good thing about that is when you get the trainers quite soon. Yeah. Uh, so if you get them like a year later, the, the wear is probably going to be completely different. Um, and again, like the other evidence, there's no kind of database that has everyone's shoes on. Unlike, mm. say, other evidence that might be cropping up in number one or number two. <laughs> oh dear, where on earth were we? Footwear. Footwear. Get into the shoes quickly. I think that's where we got to yeah yeah i think that's kind of it really isn't it like yeah we <laughs> talked about like the the wear patterns the striations that you get on them um i think as well it's interesting you think there's some i don't know what it was someone had like an like a pin in their shoe and that showed in their footwear patterns as well that's right so i think yeah like when you saw the actual mark at the crime scene it had like quite a large sort of circle and then when yeah. they found the shoes, that large circle wasn't there. But what was there was a little like hole in the in the sole, where it looked yeah. like a drawing pin had then been removed. Mm. So yeah, that that was an interesting one. That's interesting. And hot yeah. off the press, I've just spoken to someone, a uh, victim of crime today, who told me about a burglary they had like years and years ago, where a crime scene investigator came and developed these tiny little shoe marks on her windowsill where it looked like someone had put their kid through a window so then they could obviously get through this small window and then they told their kid to go and open the door from the inside and then they burgled the place awful it is isn't it i mean yeah i mean poor child as well i mean they just don't have much hope do they if that's what they're doing at, at that age and like um, you, a lot of the time they're told to sort of listen to grown-ups and do as they're told so you think yeah. like they've had no idea it's bad no they don't know they do if anything they think they're doing right because the their parent is telling them to do that but well, it reminds me of the day that when my mum forgot her key and tried to shove oh you're probably a bit too big now okay you you're the smallest you can fit in her don't push me through a window <laughs> <laughs> but that was your own house i guess oh, sorry, no. oh, I, I hope it was anyway <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that that would have never been um, established that they put a kid through a window had it not been for the, the, these tiny little footwear marks. Yeah. So, yeah. Really bad, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Really bad. And then when you think about, yeah, us having like some young offenders through now and you hear about all the youngsters up in London, you think, yeah. well, us as parents, we really should be setting the example for them. Mm. Yeah. They're pushing through windows. <laughs> Yeah, that should be number one parenting advice. Don't push your kid through a window. 
Are we ready for two? Yeah. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. I've put DNA as my number two. <laughs> <laughs> you have as well? <laughs> oh, yes. It was a tough one, though. Yeah, yeah, it was. Because DNA is uncovering a lot of, like, cold cases, isn't it? Mm. And, like, a lot of, like, crimes that we we haven't been able to solve now with the technology of DNA we've we've been able to so it has been kind of groundbreaking in in some way and i think the chances of you getting dna over fingerprints at a lot of scenes you, there are sometimes more dna opportunities than there are fingerprints yeah. i guess the reason why it wasn't number 1 for me is that dna is so easily transferable and mm. it's so easy to contaminate Whereas, like, if if I wanted to contaminate something with your DNA, I I could just like shake your hand basically, and then and go leave your yeah, <laughs> go leave your skin cells on something. Whereas if I wanted to transfer your fingerprints onto something else, well, that would be far more technical and nigh on impossible unless you're like a film star. Film stars can do it so easily. <laughs> Wasn't it Ant Man? Was it Ant Man? So in Ant Man, I'm pretty sure I watched in Ant Man. He like had a tape of someone's fingerprint that he like oh, lifted and yeah. put on something. Yeah. I was like, ah. which is a shame because I remember watching that film, thinking up to that point it was so realistic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yep, someone that can shrink to a, a tiny little size of an ant. Yeah, I can buy that, but now you've just tried to forge someone's fingerprint. No, you've lost me now. No. <laughs> Well, if it starts becoming more like actual your actual job, you're like it's definitely not. No, definitely not happening. but it'd be the wrong way round. Yeah. Um, oh, it's a bit like when I watched CSI and uh, one of the characters. This was the very first episode, and they're like, "Well, we knew you were driving the car because your fingerprints are all over the steering wheel." And I was like, "Oh, I think that was my exact noise I made," um, <laughs> because. <laughs> Not only are fingerprints so hard to recover from steering wheels because of the type of surface it is and all that, but I was like, even if you do get your fingerprints, it doesn't mean that they were driving it there and then at the time. You can't date stamp a fingerprint. Um, no. So, yeah, I mean, if if you drove drove your car and crashed into someone and then did a runner, um, if I got your fingerprint on a steering wheel, it's not going to prove that you definitely were driving it at the time because it's your vehicle. So, exactly. Yeah. Um, we've gone on to fingerprints and not DNA now. <laughs> why, <laughs> why have you chosen DNA as number two? Um, the same re- similar reasons you said, but my big one is for twins. Yes, yeah. So if you've got identical twins that go out and commit a crime. Yeah. Yeah. You're not now I can't remember. I think it's it just I don't know if it's for all twins or if it's like ones that are like identical twins. Yeah. I th- think it's only identical twins yeah yeah particularly if you've got like a male and female twin you're obviously they're obviously going to have different dna but i think yeah if they're not identical then they won't have the same same dna um although it can be quite lucid well it is conclusive dna because it gives you that breakdown of like in billions i don't know there's always just something about fingerprints that i just have always felt have been a bit more not better, I don't know, just more confirming the word. When it comes to twins, I mean, it, it, they are so unique, aren't they? Mm. What it is. Yeah, so yeah, even identical twins would have different fingerprints. Yeah. 
Um, I think, yeah, the thing I like about DNA, I might have said it before, is that, sorry, the thing I don't like about DNA over fingerprints is that it's so easily transferable. And if you've got DNA on a hard surface, it wouldn't 100% mean that that person has come into contact with that surface. It just means that that DNA has come into contact with the surface. Whereas if you've got someone's fingerprint on a hard surface, it puts them there at the scene of, of where you've developed them. Um, I think a lot of like with what's currently going on with um, like with the COVID stuff as well, I think that came into like quite a lot of people talking about wearing their gloves. Yeah. Like wearing around shops and things and people who work sort of like in our line of work in hospitals are like, that's fine. But you know, you're touching something and picking something else up and, this is that whole contamination thing, isn't it? Like yeah. everything is just so easily. I mean, we have we have to be so careful in our job. Yeah. Dealing with crime scenes, DNA. You know, we have to literally basically wipe everything down with those wipes. It gets rid of any DNA. So yeah. everything we do, we have to be so clinical. So. Um, yeah. I I remember one when they said that it's not proven that masks help stop the spread of COVID at all. I don't know about you, but I thought. No, I don't really buy that because of the work that we do. We know that, like your DNA aerosol can get into the air and that can spread. So mm. why can't a virus that you're you're breathing out? Um, so yeah, whenever you see us at a scene, if we weren't concerned about breathing in or out and breathing our DNA, then <laughs> we just look like yeah, we'd be in our scene suits with just our faces popping out, wouldn't we? No mask on. Yeah, and it's like the first thing we pop on at a scene, isn't it? Uh, a mask, so we're making sure that our, our DNA aerosol doesn't go on our gloves, it doesn't go on our scene suit, and we just cover our mouth as soon as we can. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Like, hold your breath. Like, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Which, if you're at, like, a five-day scene, is quite, <laughs> quite hard to do. Not advisable. No. <laughs> you will definitely pass out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got a crime scene investigator passed out in the corner. Oh, they must have forgot their mask again. <laughs> just like, like... Entry. Oh no, I'm just like, grieved everywhere. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, one, of my biggest, one of my biggest fears as well is getting um, like an ident for or something or like a mixture, and it's saying like there's quite a lot of like female DNA. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you know that there's a, there's only been like say two male suspects. And there's a lot yeah, of female like, DNA. It's like, oh, yeah. Check mine. It's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> Aerosol spray. <laughs> I I don't think I've ever identified myself through fingerprints or DNA yet. I have spent a long time trying to code a footwear mark and then realised that it was the same pattern as my boot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, never, never. Like actually identified myself at a crime scene or whatever. I haven't. Even, I don't know. They just don't tell us until it gets to a point when it's like, okay, every single job you've been to, you've yeah. literally like DNA somewhere. I don't know if they just yeah. save it up. Yeah. But they finally give you the boot. Get yeah. out. It's <laughs> <laughs> shredding your DNA everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they both what? Number one. Yep. Yeah, so fingerprints both at number one. Um, yeah, I think we've already kind of touched on why. Uh, mm. Yeah, because they are quite quite unique, aren't they? Um, mm. And it blows my mind thinking that, okay, if there's 7 billion people in the world, most people you think have got 10 fingers. 
so then that's going to be about 70 billion different combinations of fingerprints and that's excluding everyone that has passed away so you think for fingerprints to be conclusive yeah that is then saying that yeah there are 70 billion different fingerprints in the world and it yeah it blows my mind thinking that well how do you know that two aren't the same um there must be one out there that's like really similar yeah yeah like you know every now and then like people say i look like noel fielding it's like you must have fingerprints that are like the noel fieldings of fingerprints <laughs> that, you know just look kind of similar like so close like oh if only he had long black hair if only this fingerprint was just <laughs> yeah yeah if we have a halloween party you should definitely go as Noel fielding now yeah yeah in skinny but... jeans i get mobbed wouldn't i <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, until they, they walk up to me and get very disappointed. <laughs> oh, he's, yeah, he's nowhere near as funny and witty. <laughs> oh, do you know how the prints are made? You know this one? In your, in your womb? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so beautiful. As your feet as well. Yeah. I think, I think it's 27 weeks they start. Oh, is it? Forming. I think it's that, yeah. But I th- That's what I think. I think why I love them so much is because it's such a beautiful sort of thing. Yeah. how they're made. I think it's really cute. Yeah, like before they pop out. Yeah, they've already got their fingerprints. That's unique to them. Yeah, um, and I think I heard that like if you look really closely at fingerprints, um, so your index finger will be a sort of different shaped pattern to your middle finger, ring finger, and little finger. Yeah, and, and that's because most times, like when when you're in your womb and when your fingerprints are being developed, your thumb and your index finger will be touching one another, and that's why they develop differently, apparently. Because when you put my two together, they like kind of complement each other, like the other way around. Mm. Yeah, because mine's like my index finger and my middle finger are like a mirror image of each other almost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're cool. Yeah. I really like them. And I, I, I like like showing kids them at like crime scenes and yeah, you're just like, Oh, put your hand on this and then you develop it with powder and it's like by magic a hand will appear and then you yeah. tell them about like that's unique to you, that's your pattern, no one else has this, it's very special and yeah. You can just see their faces light up. Which they is, love it. Yeah. Especially like little girls, you say, Oh, this is my this is my magic fairy wand and you get your magnetic <laughs> wand out. <laughs> Put your magic powder, and you're like, I tend to sprinkle it everywhere because I'm really untidy when I come. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's really cool. Yeah, it's my favorite one out of all the kind of um, things to find at crime scenes. I get the most excited about fingerprints. Yeah, unless it's like a tiny bit of blood that you find somewhere, yeah. and you're like, oh, that's... yeah, a good one. Yeah, no, I do like a yeah, a little bit of blood because then, like, with the patterns of blood, you can. Yeah, learn quite a bit of it as well, can't you? You learn blood patterns. Oh, love it. <laughs> you and footwear and blood, you're like your favouritest things. Wait until you get a footwear mark in blood. Then yeah. I just yeah. <laughs> yeah, I lose it completely. <laughs> like it's calling Chris. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing now though, every time I go to a job and there's like loads of blood everywhere, I'm just like Oh, show Chris those pictures because yeah. I think he'll really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, I'm doing a uh, a presentation uh, for BPA in bloodstain pattern analysis in a couple of days. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think it's this week. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just about some awareness and whatnot. Exactly. I think I'm down for. I put myself down for the first. Mm. Oh, cool. But obviously, it doesn't matter now because I'm having to work from home, so I can just be available whenever. <laughs> if I do it twice, <laughs> I'll be like knowledgeable then. Yeah, yeah. You'll be you'll be teaching me <laughs> my own lessons. Oh, you'd be like Darth Vader, and I'll be like Obi Wan. Wait, have you seen Star Wars? You haven't, have you? Yeah, like, I liked the first ones, as in, like, the ones that are supposed to be in the middle. But it yeah. came out in, like, the 70s. Yeah. I like those ones. I couldn't stand the ones that were, like, pretely cool. Yeah. With, like, yeah. it's just Jar Jar Binks, and what the hell. Yeah. And then um, I didn't really like the new ones. I think the only thing I liked, which it actually wasn't anything to do with that series, but it was um, Rogue One. Oh, I really like. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of people feel the same. They just go yeah. mad for Rogue One. Um and yeah, aren't too too much of a fan of yeah, the mm. other three. Yeah, and I haven't watched the Han Solo one. Mm. But um we started watching the thing on Disney Plus, what was it called? Mandalorian. Oh yeah. Yeah. Obsessed with baby Yoda. <gasps> so cute. <laughs> that isn't actually Yoda. <laughs> it's but it's like 50 years old and it's a baby yeah. I was like oh god <laughs> I hate to be one of those as a parent could you imagine yeah. oh. 50 years old and you're still changing its nappies <laughs> like <laughs> doing this for 50 years <laughs> oh dear but yeah <laughs> like I've never got to Megs into Star Wars at all but as soon as she saw Baby Yoda I got her to watch The Mandalorian yeah <laughs> Oh, anything you don't like about fingerprints? Sorry? Anything you don't like about fingerprints? Okay, we'll go back onto the topic. So, anything I don't like about fingerprints? <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess it's... You get them on less surfaces than you potentially would DNA. So, yeah, like, if you've got, like, quite a rough kind of surface, you might not be able to develop fingerprints on, but perhaps the roughness of the surface might like capture DNA if you've if you've yeah. handled it. Uh, mm. So yeah, I guess that's the one downside about fingerprints is that you can't get them off anything and everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. But then I guess another positive, a positive about fingerprints over DNA is that sometimes you can't get a lot of DNA off an object if someone hasn't held it for, like had a firm grip on it or, or something like that. Uh, whereas fingerprints... You only have to just, yeah, touch the surface once and then your fingerprints might be on there. Nice. So, yeah. How about you? Do you know how you said, like, footwear is the only thing that we get to do ourselves, like, do ourselves, so we get to code it and we get to, like, find it? Yeah. I think the only thing for me is, like, when you get certain things they've handled, and you're like, oh, I've got enough chemical treatment, and you don't get to... Like watch them appear. I think that yeah. makes it quite bad. Yeah. The whole process. Yeah. Like finding stuff. Yeah, because it it requires quite a lot of technique, doesn't it? Um, getting fingerprints, and when you have it on certain objects that, like you say, have to be chemically treated and not powdering, we have to hand that over to someone else to do. Yeah. 
and yeah, you miss that, like you say, that excitement of of getting them. And usually they're going to be like the most beautiful ones as well, like the most perfect. <laughs> you're like, oh, fine, I'll let, I'll let people, you know, develop them, it's fine. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You found it, but it's mine. You wouldn't have it yeah. unless I sent this item to you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's the only thing, really. Yeah. There's a whole type of DNA that we don't like, which makes them different. We didn't really say so much about fingerprints. No. Throw so that out there. Yeah. No, that was that was a good uh, good point to raise. Because yeah, you think like number one, we should be um, we should be loving it really, but there are still downsides to to fingerprints, aren't there? Especially like they have people's expectations, isn't it? They're like they've handled this, and you're like, I can't really fingerprint that piece of material that's you know been in your house probably all your DNA all over it as well so I'm not going to DNA it I, mean, I can't fingerprint it so there's literally nothing we can do with that yeah yeah, yeah. they're the only downside to those two I suppose yeah that's very interesting actually we both picked the same top three and then yeah but just the opposite way around yeah 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 I think that's why I just wanted you to do it quickly like me not because I'm lazy and I couldn't be bothered to plan but because I wanted this to be, yeah, very kind of authentic and, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that is really what, when you, when you go to the scene, the five things you look for. Mm. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any um, any honourable mentions that we haven't spoken about? We've mentioned glass, haven't we? All depends on the crime, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, an honourable mention. Honourable mention for me: gate analysis. Yeah. What? <laughs> gate analysis. Oh, as in like the distance of footprints. No, so like the way someone walks. I, oh. I I read about it in a Peter James book, and then like research it, and oh, it's actually a thing. Like people view CCTV, look at the way someone walks, and then like look at the way an actual suspect walks, and. I mean, that has got to be circumstantial evidence. Like, if you've got a crime and the only thing you're going on is how someone walks, I mean, like, what if what if someone's like twisted their ankle that day, or, or you know, they they can't find a public toilet or something? They're gonna be walking a little bit different, aren't they? Also, like, we're dating in court. Be like, can we please ask the defendant <laughs> to walk for the court, please? <laughs> yeah. You'd be like trying to change how you walk them, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, you would like. Oh, handwriting as well. Handwriting. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. So yeah, we we can do like handwriting analysis, can't we? To to look at. Yeah. yeah. I remember I had a job oh, a few years ago where someone was getting harassed, um, like sent threatening letters, like stalking letters, like saying like, yeah, how much they they love them and and whatnot. And then it turned out that the handwriting matched the victim, uh, so it, yeah, they were um, like hoping they loved themselves. Yeah, yeah, basically, and I think yeah, but yeah, I I I don't know if we prosecuted them or not. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, but... that yeah, I guess there's a couple of things you can do because you always get a handwriting expert, but then you've got the um, Esther machines, haven't you? Yes. So yeah, Esther. I can never remember. I I know what ESLA stands for. That's our footwear, which stands for electrostatic lifting apparatus. 
but ESDA, what does the D stand for? See, this is a chemical treatment process, isn't it, that we yeah, don't we don't regularly do. I did do it once when I went to go visit um, the Forensic Recovery Unit, and it is so much fun to do. Have you done it before? I've seen it being done, but, yeah, never done it myself. Yeah, it's really cool. I can't remember what the D DNA stands for. No, I can't remember. But, yeah, that's quite a good process. You could do that on the pad, couldn't you? Yeah, so if you've got, like, indented writing, someone's been writing on, like, a notepad, and they tear off the top page, which you don't have, you can do this process called ESDA, which will show up what's been written on the page before. Um, so cool. Yeah, it, it's just like developing a fingerprint, really, isn't it? Like, you've, yeah. you've got nothing, and then all of a sudden you've got all this information. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. I could mention stuff about accelerants, but there's not really much we do on scenes other than just recover. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, accelerants... Are, for for fire scenes, yeah, it can be quite good because then it will potentially prove that you've got like a flammable liquid in a place that shouldn't be there, so likely that yeah it's been started by by deliberate means. That's quite fun to package. Oh yeah. It's noisy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we've got a double bag it, haven't we? And like a special yeah. nylon bag and then a polythene bag. And I remember I um I got the fire. <laughs> Sorry? Hug test. Oh, the hug test, yes. So, yeah, you've got to make sure that the bag's airtight, haven't you? So no, no like, gas vapours can get out. So in order to do that, we hug the bag. <laughs> which, which is nice if you've had a long day at a fire scene and you just need a cuddle. <laughs> yeah. And you're hugging a disgusting bag. <laughs> yeah, this, this bag full of, like, fire debris that the fire, fire brigade of, you know, Poured their hose over and oh, it's dripping wet and manky and horrible and yeah, yeah. you're there hugging a bag full of it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, honestly, at the minute, can't think of anything else. I'll probably get off this and be like, oh, there's that. Yeah, well, we've done well, haven't we? To have a, few... I thought we'd only have one or two honourable mentions, but yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, cool. um... What's your favourite DNA thing to find? Well, Are you like blood? Yeah, it's probably going to be, yeah, going to be blood. Um, I dealt with this job where uh, someone had been burgled and their trainers had been stolen. And whilst I was saying goodbye to them, like at the door and yeah, going through everything that I'd done and, and whatnot, he pointed to this person at the other side of the road and said, they're my trainers. <laughs> and <laughs> this guy uh i was kind of watching him walk past and he just spat at the side of the road and i think i then thought well we can't obviously these trainers are going to be widely manufactured and this is what i said to the person these trainers are going to be widely manufactured so it might be that it's it's not going to be his uh but apparently they were quite a rare rare like brand or something like that it wasn't your typical nike and adidas so uh i uh i swabbed his spit <laughs> from the side oh. of the road <laughs> so yeah oh, i had to do that that's horrible it is isn't it especially when it's fresh oh. it's like this drink i can't even it's horrible <laughs> i can't even know 
And some of the things people say, oh, are you going to um, recover that, um, that poo? I'm like, no, I honestly I get paid enough to recover poo and it has got no value whatsoever, <laughs> DNA-wise. Yeah, I think... Unless it's a murder, but I will not be scooping that out of your toilet, thank you very much. <laughs> no, I think poo's only good if it's a particularly bloody poo. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Which... Sorry, noisy. <laughs> <laughs> the little one joining us. There he is. Hello Hi. again. <laughs> what are you, the nanny word? Oh, no, no, that's fine. Saying bloody is a nana word. <gasps> my mum uses that word all the time. It's in a different context, but I'll explain it when you're a bit bigger. Nah. You can say that word, that's fine. We were talking about poo. <laughs> <laughs> you like... a poo like <laughs> There's a poo where? <laughs> on a wall it's like a poop coming out of your bum like... oh my gosh you're putting a gun to make a poo gun in the face <laughs> putting poo and a gun to make a poo gun to the face <laughs> oh. I can't think of anything else to add no I think that's that's good I think that's our top five um, we were fairly unanimous in that mm, I think um, so yeah it raised a few interesting discussions I think uh, I think so. A few more other things that we look for at scene. It's always handy. Yeah. On a side note, did you want to mention your podcast? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of free advertising for you. I don't charge. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. Thank you, though. <laughs> okay. No worries. We um, put in a thing. Facebook gave us, I think, £5 for free like to do advertising. And they got sent out on Facebook our page, and we had one random person but like our page. Oh, I was really? like, "Do you know this person?" And Colin's like, "No." I was like, oh, "Stranger, so oh. excited!" Yeah. So that's all the advertising got you, though, is one person. Um, one person added us, and I think it got up to about seven hundred. I don't know how many people, but quite a lot of people. Yeah. It was targeted like a certain age group. Mm. Um, so we went for women between 18 and some sort of age, Colin sorted it out, and it just blasts them with, like, I guess, sponsored links to yeah. our page. A few people clicked it, and we're like, oh, that's for free. So, yeah. Oh, that's um, not bad, is it, if it's for free? Yeah, so it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't too shabby. Yeah. Yeah, so, but it, we've got a bit more time to do it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same to Caroline. Oh, I'll tell you this when we're not recording. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. Oh, dear. But yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't think of anything else. No. Is that going to be a decent length? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably cut out... Well, we've been chatting for 50 minutes now, so I'll, I'll cut out what we got, um, where we got interrupted and whatnot. I'll probably have a good 15 minutes <laughs> of, <laughs> of stuff that I can put in. Uh, but, oh. But, yeah. oh. Great time. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure as always, Haley. Thank you. And same to you. It's nice to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of work. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Well, thanks everyone for listening. I hope you found that interesting and maybe it's given you an insight as to what different kind of forensic evidence there is out there other than DNA and fingerprints, the obvious two. Uh, but yeah, be sure to like and subscribe if because that's apparently what people do with with content like this. 
and uh, I hope to speak you to speak to you uh, all soon. Thank you ever so much, Haley, for for joining us. Thank you for having me again. No worries, and yeah, catch you all soon. Ta-ra. This is Crime Scene Investigator Chris G signing off. Thank you for joining me and I hope you enjoyed listening. Be sure to subscribe and follow my social media at CSI Chris G. Until next time, stay safe out there and I'll see you at the next crime scene. I said, ta like Scylla Black. She always used to say that, bless her, didn't she? ta for now. In peace, she was a doll. <laughs> <laughs>